0: it's been so long. We're back. I'm Sam. I'm Kim. And this is Stop Running From This, a Ghost Adventures Review Podcast in 2020. Woo! This is the first episode we're recording in 2020. We took January off because of vacation. We were in Disney, y'all. It was so much fun. And uh, so we have some changes to the podcast for the new year. One of them being, we have a Patreon! Mm -hmm. The other being we're doing this every other week because running a podcast is hard y'all and we have like day jobs and shit so we're doing this every other week because i really want to finish my phd next like years year or two like that'd be great prayer circle for kim kim can do this i believe i need prayers i need The prayers will help. Any prayers and good vibes and good feels. But yeah, so we're going to be doing this every other week instead of weekly. And I'll try to get them out to you on Fridays. Fridays every other week is the goal. You may have noticed that there was a week gap between this episode and the last episode. It's just that this episode is the first episode that we've recorded since we've made that decision. So, yeah. Also, like I said, we have a Patreon now. You can donate to us at Stop Running From This. Um... On Patreon. On Patreon. Is The it Patreon.com/slash/stop running from this. Yes. There we go. Cool. Um, I don't remember all of our tears I set it up months ago. We, we did this before before Disney. I don't really remember anything before Disney. We did not set our, our friends down to record during Disney, but let's be real, we didn't have a moment. To, to be do fair, so. we would come home and then pass out. <laughs> well, I well, would go uh- to sleep, and our friends would play magic. Yes, you. that's another update. You guys have introduced me to Magic the Gathering. Yeah. It's, um, if it, the mouse didn't take all my money, wizards did. Cardboard crack. Oh my god. So I, because what happens is they're talking to me about magic, and while they're talking about how much fun it is, all I'm hearing is, yeah, so I sold this card for this much, and I'm usually able to make back what I bought, and then some, and I'm like, ka so they saw cards, I saw dollar signs. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Alex has has been trying, well, not trying, just like he's really into magic. So I like to share things. So I've now gotten into magic. So um, now I'm playing magic. But yeah, and so now we're planning our next trip to Disney. Um but if you join our Patreon, we'll post things. There'll be regular updates. Um I've recently started watching the Screaming of You, uh, the Screaming Room, excuse me, which is Zach, Aaron, Billy and Jay rewatching old episodes with commentary. Like they're just giving commentary in Zach's home theater cuz Zach is rich as fuck now. Occasionally Zach's dog Gracie joins in. Dogs are great. Gracie's a sweetheart. and He spoils her. He loves her. It's so cute. That's what money is for. But yeah. And there's a lot of fun tidbits in there. So I might do some like blog posts about this different stuff that they talk about. And it's actually like a kind of fun to watch because they're much more relaxed. And they make fun of themselves. Oh, that does sound better. Like Zach's like, why is my hair out of place there? He's like, yes, I'm very critical of myself. My hair is out of place there. Why? And I'm like, oh, is, Jesus Christ. Is that what he's critical of? Yeah. <laughs> is that, is that they, all? Oh, no, they make fun of them. Oh, okay. I was I was ready. Um, but yeah, if you join, our main tiers are $1 a month and $5 a month. You'll see another tier on there. We also have a demon tier, where for $15,000 a month, for a minimum of six months, you own our souls. I, I did not agree to this. It's also a joke. Please, like, if for some reason we have a fan magical enough to own that tier which I highly doubt. But if we do, A, Sam might not agree to it. I will happily be your sugar baby. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to do this tier. But B, also, I put that in as a joke. If you look at the terms, it's like, agreement must be written in blood in perfect Latin. Improper use of the ablative case renders the agreement and void. But the two main tiers that are for real are researcher and investigator. And researchers, a dollar a month. You'll get a thank you letter and access to our blog posts. And Investigator is $5 a month, and you get same benefits at the star tier, and then you'll also get bonus episodes and our Patreon Lens. Yeah, which we're going to do our best to use. Lens is essentially Snapchat, but for Patreon. Yeah. Which makes it a little bit easier, and it's the same thing as Snapchat, where occasionally there'll be like a 10 second video of us doing things. But yeah, so those are the main podcast updates. So new schedules, new Patreon, new year. And I'm not going to lie, like $10,000 would basically change our lives. A month. Um, $10,000 once would basically <laughs> change our lives. <laughs> it's, like it's a month and they have to have donated for at least six months in order to own our soul, Sam. I'm just saying. Change the podcast. Change. I could get a new fucking computer and then i'd be able to do more things <laughs> i might be able to edit shit if i had a new computer do you want one of the computers i fixed i am shit at apple okay I like do you want I'm one really of the computers bad. i've changed i, I fix macbooks for fun because i have no li- i i just complained about like you know running a podcast is hard but here's my other major hobby that i do <laughs> when i say i fist macbooks for fun um i haven't touched one in like a year because i've been so busy yeah but you did like three in a row i did like two well and an ipad yeah yeah what do i do for fun oh i do i do anxiety but for fun now so personal time i just got an iud and um i anxiety meds decided to say fuck you we don't want to work with your iud So um, that was a fun two weeks. I'm better now. I can't even claim IUD. I hit 2020 with the specter of if you're not organized, you're literally going to die breathing down my neck. I have two planners and I make time every week to sync my physical planner with my Google calendar. And everything is on the Google calendar and in the planner. I'd say you're crazy, but I do the same thing. So I've never used a planner like actually in my life it's so it's nice you know, honestly it's kind of calming to sit there and organize your planner it feels good yeah it helps the anxiety go away see and you thought i was not <laughs> i it, did you were nuts. <laughs> i've been yelling at you since high school to <laughs> use a god's plan- planner and you thought i was crazy yeah yeah it turns out those planner people are onto something and uh what else have i done uh, we went to Disney. We went to Disney, and that's all that's happened. <laughs> that's all that happened. I'm doing a lot of work for for money, um, and a lot of work for not money. But I have gotten on top of the social media plan for the nonprofit I do social media for. Well, she is getting paid for. Yes, and let me tell you, I have two documents and now a social media managing app. Go Sam. I am so on top of my shit because if I stop moving I'm going to die there was a web comic that I said <laughs> mm-hmm. that I think it was Pigeon Gazette did like why are you clean so I was like, if I keep doing things the anxiety doesn't catch up with me so Aaron and I I've gotten Aaron into F1 too but we'll talk about Formula 1 and um about different drivers and how they're literally trying to outrun their depression and that's how <laughs> I feel all the time no please don't choke on your beer <laughs> <laughs> if I run fast enough, the anxiety can't catch me. Oh, uh, So I don't know how many leopard geckos we said Alex had the last time we recorded. But he's up to 10. Yeah, the number was less than 10, <laughs> which it probably was. We're up to 10 now. I still need pictures of his Christmas gift. Well, right now he's in the middle of moving, so I don't know where your Christmas gift is. I can get another one that's really cheap. <laughs> they also have cowboys. You have to say what you got them for okay, Christmas. Okay, so... Alex has these leopard geckos, so I went onto Etsy and I found a Playboy bunny costume for geckos. He was very amused when he got it, and he looked even touched. I was very proud. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the it only fits one of them; it's a little big. Yeah. And the one that it fits is his favorite. So. I need pictures of this. Yeah, it's like bunny. I don't know where it is right now because he's in the process of moving. I'm Um, willing to wait, but if this works out, I can continue getting costumes for his geckos. (laughs) This is what I really, really want. Um, And actually, we're recording at my parents' house tonight, so we have a guest, my little baby Darwin, who's currently asleep under the coffee table. Yeah, he's all the way out. He's Um, out, out. He'll be up soon. And... Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what happened in my life, uh... I've been so organized. I've been working so hard. Formula One has been on break. This has been the off season. The off season's almost over, Kim. I started collecting magic cards. Yeah. So I ordered 3,000 random cards. Okay. I, I organized them by year. Okay. And I've done from 1994 partway through 2017. Sorry, I finished 2017. I'm on 2018 now. You and your boo don't do things by halves. <laughs> no, you really not. don't. He yell, He's like, you spent more than I have. I'm like, no, I haven't. It. it just looks that way. To be fair, those 3,000 cards with shipping only cost me like 50 bucks. Yeah, that sounds about right. So. But like, damn. And I'm definitely making back more than that when I sell them. I can't believe we're going to have our little like card tycoon in our friend group. <laughs> That's how we're going to see this going. You're going to become the banker in Monopoly, except instead of like money, but also money, it's going to be magic cards. (laughs) So I do actually have an eBay account now, specifically for for this. Really for magic cards? Although Alex and I are using the tons of extra cards I have Mm -hmm. that are like too low in value to be worth my time attempting to sell. So there's apparently a version of playing magic called Commander Cube. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to make Commander Cubes out of them. (laughs) I cannot wait. I really want to play a cube with you. I wish my Alex lived in the States so badly all the time for numerous reasons, but right now, specifically for I this too, one. My Alex is very much enjoying playing your Alex. It's been so nice. He's like, he's really having fun. It's having them meet and spend time was the best part of Disney. That and seeing Rachel and Joe. Yeah, but like they, they got on like a house on fucking fire. My favorite is when Pirate Metal came on and Alex, your Alex starts singing along and my Alex is, you know this song? Listen, soulmates, they are soulmates. <laughs> I think they might leave us uh, for sorry. each other, which that would suck. Alex, please don't. But No, it's fine. Cause you know what? We'll just get married. Fuck them. We you know it'll just be a house of four. They're a couple. We're a couple. It's all good. This is a polycule i'm okay with this. we can do a polycule i'm okay with this i'm okay with this, this actually sounds like the best <laughs> so um that's new in my life i'm collecting magic cards and i'm hoping to make it a profit and i'm having a lot of fun i forgot how much fun collecting cards is it's so much fun um i actually found my uh, old binder of pokemon cards <gasps> Yay! i have it and i don't like the way it's organized. and it's bothering me like now that i'm older and understand how to do this i'm like this is not organized properly so reorganize it but i was very happy i found it so everything's still in mint condition because it's been hiding in my closet for yeah. like 20 years but it made me really happy that it's still there and i found it and i asked my dad once about it and he's like bitch i'm not throwing that out you know how much that worth it A, do you know how much that is worth now? And B, do you know how much shit I went through to try to get that together for you? Because it was a Christmas gift. Well, the other thing is, like, when Pokemon... When we were young, Pokemon cards were fucking lit. So, yeah, I have the entirety of the original series. Wow. That is... That is money. You could just sell the whole fucking binder. I'm not selling that shit. I'm just like... I'm saying you could. You could. It makes me so happy. I even have like the health counters. Like the little marble things. Yeah, which I never use because I never actually learned how to play the Pokemon card game. No, by the time I was old enough to want to play card games, Yu-Gi-Oh was the big thing. Yes, and I did play Yu-Gi-Oh. I still have my Yu-Gi-Oh deck actually. Somebody throughout all the cards mom see this is why my mom never knew about it oh that's a big stretch we woke up darwin we woke up darwin with our angst and resentment mom yeah at some point i like i'm watching the show and i turn around and sam is just taking selfies with the dog and playing with him and i'm like and, and she's gone Ah, uh, there's a point in my notes where I literally just wrote puppy time, puppy time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, the selfies are for my Alex, because I worked this morning, and then I came home and went to sleep, essentially, and didn't and really I woke spend much home. time. And then yeah. like I told Sam, I'm like, Sam, I'm coming to get you! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, right, that... And I'm like, I'm giving you a 20-minute warning, because my car battery died. I needed that warning, because I was asleep i had moved i was no longer in the same position but uh but yeah i um i my car battery died like died died i managed to spring it back in lo- to life and i was so happy but i'm like i need to drive to dc next weekend i'm gonna go get a new battery
1: <laughs> i yeah. also got new
0: windshield wipers well now you know we're recording this the week before katsu con we're also recording this a week before valentine's day oh so i watched the good place and i watched the good place finale during my depressive kick and uh, that was a mistake because I was crying like a baby but like happy tears. <laughs> because depression a perf- is a whole different animal. Because it was just perfect. I mean everybody cried at the finale like I think it's the only TV finale I've heard of where everyone's like nah I cried like a baby. I didn't even know it was on and then I went on Twitter and it's just like tweet after tweet after tweet and be like that was the perfect ending and I'm just so I'm just so happy and you have the special hormone depression which is different and than other depression. and it's Bell uh-huh. who is was amazing and wonderful and I'm like for those of you who don't know I'm really serious about hormone depression being different than other kinds of depression it's, I it's, don't it's, think that was hormone I don't know what that was like I'm not sure if it was hormone depression or just didn't cause once I upped my meds I was fine I'm like I feel normal again <laughs> Well, the reason I'm thinking it was hormone depression because it's right after the IUD, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I keep wanting to say UTI, and I'm like, that's not right! That's right. right. <laughs> I don't know. That's very different. I have once said IED. That's wrong. <laughs> that too. To be fair, when I was subscri- telling this to my therapist, we both had to stop for a second because like, we kept trying to say UTI, and we're like, that's not right! <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, come for the ghosts, Stay for the talking about IUDs. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and we have tickets to my Chemical Romance concert. Yes! Oh, I'm sorry. I peaked. Um, <laughs> it's fine. <funny. laughs> it was a torment and a trial, and I walked into hell to try to get those tickets. We weren't able to get the Brooklyn cl- show at the Barclays Center because Ticketmaster is a piece of shit that can eat my ass. I, ha- Which reminds me, I have a feeling that there's going to be a class action lawsuit against Ticketmaster. I'm in. I'm so in. Uh, because... First, there's a way they fucked up the queue. Then there's the dynamic pricing thing, which... Oh, we felt victim to that, too. Um, so we kept having this someone else took those tickets thing. Mm-hmm. And then every time those tickets would come back, they'd be at a higher price. Yeah. And every time they would bounce back, they'd be at a higher price. They'd be the premium, or whatever. So what we ended up doing was being like, fuck this, let's try Newark. And we did that at the exact moment that they flashed up the... Um there's a second date in Newark. So we're like, fuck this, we're doing the second date in Newark. And we managed to get not the best seats in the house. I thought decent seats. They're better than the Green Day seats we had. They're better than the Green Day seats and also considering how fucking torn like Sisyphean trying to get tickets was to begin with. I'm just happy we have tickets. No, seriously, and that's the thing. A lot of people didn't get tickets. A lot of people didn't get tickets. Um, so yeah, I have a feeling there's going to be a class action lawsuit <sighs> against Ticketmaster for the dynamic pricing as well as the way they fucked up the queues. Ticketmaster is literally a monopoly, and stresses it stresses me out. It kills me, and there's no good competitors. Like there's show clicks but show clicks is eh. Actually, I can't say that. because so I've worked with Showclix. Clicks. Showclix clicks is decent for events. Yes. I don't know about shows because ShowClicks focuses on events, and I also don't know if ShowClicks would be able to handle like the mad rush of people trying to get tickets all at the same time. I do not know, and I then there's Eventbrite. And Eventbrite's just—I use Eventbrite for our nonprofit because I haven't found a better alternative yet. Something that is that balances pricing and also like recognizability. Because you don't want to send someone to a weird site. Right. But those are pretty much our only alternatives other than an in-house approach. Oh my god. And I am not the person. I can't. I can, It would be me. It would be me. Do you understand it would be me? Okay. Yeah. The My Chemical Romance thing was so freaking traumatic that the next week I was trying to get my um Mountain Goats tickets and I saw that there was a queue <laughs> and I almost had a panic attack. Did you get me a Mountain Goat ticket? Oh, I only got for me and Aaron. I'm sorry. You bastard! I'm sorry. We're not friends anymore. I didn't ask you (laughs) at the time because I was stressed out. No, you're good. You're good. I'll get you next time. It's the solo show. It's just going to be JD. It's not really the full band. But next time the full band comes around, you're coming. Sam, it's all good. Don't worry about it. Also, it's at the City Winery. Okay, now I'm mad at you again. <laughs> so I'm going to test this place out because it comes with dinner reservations. Ooh, that sounds the great. The seating is all at tables. Anne and I were able to snag two seats at a table right next to the stage. There wasn't a third one, so no, we no, had to go somewhere else. No, don't worry about it. Right next to the stage. They have an extensive wine list, of course, and they will bring you food during the show. Oh, that sounds great. Hey, bud you want to come on up? No. Sorry, we're distracted because my dog is asking for attention and like, but he keeps going out of reach. Do you need to go outside, is that what's going on? Oh, please don't trip over the wire. Oh, there you go. No, no, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so I don't know if Kim will cut this, but Kim got up to see if Darwin wanted to go out and Darwin just jumped right up into the warm spot. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Anyway, so we should probably start talking about this episode. (laughs) Yeah, but like there goes our concert plans, our our concert and show plans for like the next couple of months. Yeah, so we're going to be busy and we're excited and things are happening and I got into a very expensive hobby that I'm still questioning my life choices while also really having fun. So, oh, we you know, once we get everything sorted, we should... Show off our lightsabers too. Oh yeah, we got lightsabers. We went to Disney. <gasps> we got we lightsabers. We went, went to Galaxy's Edge, and you know what? I'm gonna save that story for the next episode because we will literally sing we will see it, for sing an it an forever. Hour. Yeah, um, it, but Disney was amazing, and we had a lot of fun, and it was amazing, and we want to go back, and it was amazing, and it was amazing. Galaxy's Edge is absolutely worthwhile. Um, they didn't pay me for this. I wish they would because <laughs> I Let's went to Disney. Disney. All of us, like walking around Disney, we're like, do we really need this? Do we really want this? We walk into Galaxy's Edge and we're just like, hi, take my money. It was, it was bad. Oh, that, that's more sense than I thought. Okay, here's my life savings. It's fine. It was, uh... Um, Alex got me a porg. Yeah. He got me a porg puppet, puppet that flaps. He's like, it's cute. Get it. <laughs> he didn't realize it talks. We had way too much fun with that poor puppet. Kim did me a bad <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, everybody else it was supported funny. it. It was funny. That I'm not mad. I, I threw out my shoulder for a quick second. but <laughs> That and everybody else supported it? Yeah. <laughs> I um, asked, like, should I be bad? And I told them what I was going to do, and they're like, yes. <laughs> so I've mentioned that my boyfriend doesn't live in the States, but my boyfriend came to Disney, so we were in Disney. And when two people who haven't seen each other for a long time do when they have a hotel room, we were trying to do, and then the door opens, and I rolled over my shoulder, and like I'm not trained to do this. So when I got up, I was like, ah, oh. right, I almost fell off the other side of the bed, and it's just a pork making pork <laughs> noises, and Kim like laughing diabolically. I, no no I start I was quiet until y'all started laughing then I it cracked was very up funny yes because I was trying to open it very quietly and just like yeah sneak those doors make noise <laughs> so I think your Alex is the first one to see it and he just, just cracked up he was cracking up I freaked out more than he did so hey I was very tasteful I only opened the door wide enough to show off the porg I did not see anything they had yeah no it was piracy. okay yeah. It was it was funny. It was fine. I would have done the same thing. It's okay. Rachel Joe did the same thing to me later. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we weren't doing anything because we were on the pullout. We had no privacy. But real actual goal for the future is to to do on property in like three adjoining single bedrooms. <laughs> yeah, I think the plan next time is to Shades of Green because three of us are eligible for it. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Uh, Shades of Green is Disney's um, special resort area for military members and their family. And also people who, and civilians who work for the military. Or Yeah, so. if you have a military ID, you you good to go. Yeah, so. But Disney does do a slight discount. They did, it was helpful. I did not use it because it was easier just to put it on my card so I could pay that off all my time so disney's great y'all anyway we watched a who show. knows maybe the next time we call- go to disney i will magically get a darpa job dr kim at darpa i can see it i could also see dr kim at like the nsa or something that'd be terrifying no although i have looked into the fbi anyway we watched a show you're not we here to did. listen to us talk <laughs> about other media properties or maybe you are i don't know your life you should tell us so we know how much time to budget for our life Versus the show, you do realize that that's not going to happen. Like we're still going to like talk for an hour about our life. Okay, but if they like hearing about our life, we could talk for an hour and a half about our life. Yeah. But you know, I edit a lot of it. That oh, way. I know. That's the other reason why we're doing. <laughs> two weeks because it takes me forever to edit our episodes because we just talk nonstop. okay so you guys get like an hour hour and a half long episode we we have three hours of fucking content sometimes <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> uh, um let's see uh, ghost adventures yes ghost adventures so okay fun. so we're on season three episode seven and when this episode first started i looked at sam i'm like i'm gonna be real honest with you i don't remember this episode And the, uh, and she goes, oh, that's bad. The travel channel, like, still is Zach with, like, a noose. So I'm like, is that another fucking noose? Is this noose time again? Spoilers. It's a noose time again. (laughs) It wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad. But, so, (sighs) the blurb for this episode is, our crew discovers slavery is still a stain on Prospect Place (laughs) Mansion in Trinway, Ohio. Sorry. It was hoped for hundreds of slaves looking for freedom, but it was also the last stop for many. Our crew discovers slavery. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it certainly feels that way. It does. It does. Gosh. I'm so so happy they were familiar with the concept of the Underground Railroad. At least vaguely yeah so this so prospect place it was a manor house owned by george adams who was very active politically he got his fortune flour mills and he owned a railroad and he built this mansion and when he built this mansion it became part of the underground railroad he designed it specifically to be a station house on the underground railroad so like on one hand he's like full capitalist right on the other hand he's like let's get these enslaved people to safety in Canada. Yeah, there's a great point during the interviews where Zach's talking to one of his descendants. Whose name is also George Adams, which is a little confusing. But okay, I didn't realize yeah. that because I couldn't get catch his name. And he goes, so I heard he was friends with Abraham Lincoln. And the guy's just like, possibly. So, Which is the best non-answer. Modern George is a skeptic and seems a little bit put upon this entire time. I don't get the feeling that he enjoyed Zach's presence. Which is understandable. Which is understandable. Because if I was like, they're like, hey Sam, talk to me, Zach, about your ghosts. I'd be like, I do not want you to talk to my fucking ghosts. I have a good relationship with these fucks. And if you fuck it up, I'm going to come to your house and steal your dog. <laughs> like, So it's part ooh. of the Grand railroad. And, um, one thing that I noticed before Sam did, surprisingly, is Zach is wearing this, like, gray jacket with skulls on the sleeves. Okay, but, like, metallic-y skulls. I want that so badly. Kim, That is so early on Ed Hardy. Bitch, you know what I'm getting that jacket for? <laughs> what? You bet your sweet ass I'm wearing that jacket to the <laughs> MCR <Our> concert. concert? Because <laughs> it is for that okay so the reason i did not see the jacket earlier was because there is a very cute dog in the room and i like most people get distracted by cute dogs there was, oh my dog yes yeah <laughs> i got distracted completely by darwin and i don't listen to zach when he talks i'm like so, there was a dog on screen with zach and then i'm like no no no, no you're no, talking no, no. about like my little your, bastard your literal, yeah you're a literal little dog. man who is attempting to go back to sleep he does that occasionally, and then he'll get up. His little tail is so tiny. It is. He's your sweetie pie. He's so cute. He's also shorn very short, although his hair is growing back a little bit now, because my parents he... accidentally got him a summer cut instead of, like, a normal haircut. He's so... He looks so small. He is. He's a good boy. Um. So they're telling stories about, you know, showing the slaves and Zach, because he's obsessed with death, asks, like, oh, hey... Did some of the slaves die here? And the tour guide's like, yeah, probably. We don't have any records of that. But, you know, what I feel like she didn't say, but her heart was saying, was people die. (laughs) I mean, it's a hard journey. It wouldn't surprise me. It's a hard journey. You're being chased. If you get caught, you are going to be taken back to slavery. So a lot of these enslaved people are like, you ain't taking me alive anyway. If you got sick or injured and, like, are stuck there when you got sick or injured, it's... But yeah, and Ohio isn't necessarily like a temperate state. So apparently, there's a bounty hunter that haunts the barn, and the story behind this bounty hunter is quite frankly my favorite story. It's my so favorite good, origin story of any ghost we've heard so far. So essentially, this bounty hunter hears your slaves at this manor. So he comes up, he's like, "You got any slaves here?" And George Adams is like, "How about you ask my gun that question?" And the bounty hunter goes. All right, sir, you have a great night now. Okay, but before the bounty hunter gets that, I imagine there's a standoff where, where, you know, Mr. Adams, the senator, has a fucking gun, right? Right. And then he's like, You better give me them slaves, Mr. Senator, or whatever bounty hunters say. And then, like, he looks over and he sees that, like, all of the hands are coming out of the barn with, like, shotguns, and he's like... Well, I see how this goes. And then the bounty hunter, seeing he's outnumbered and surrounded by men with guns, is like, peace, bro. Yes, it, but my version's funnier. I know. But then that that's the part that's documented. The legend part. Was that the ranch hands then said, nah, you don't come here and try to fuck with my boss. So they follow him and then drag him back to the barn where they have a mock trial and hang him. Which... That is some backcountry justice that I can actually stand by. It's like that's disproportionate retribution, much? Is it? I mean, to quote Zach, you know, slavery is wrong. Slavery is wrong. And this this man was looking not just to like return people to slavery, but also, hey, sweetie. But also profit off of the entire situation. So I think, I think this was good. But yeah. Anyway, this is where the noose comes in. So yeah. So they walk toward the. Oh, this is where I said Sam is happy and playing with dog. Yeah. My next note here is puppy time, puppy time, puppy time. Okay. Good. (laughs) (laughs) So they head to the barn, and Zach is like, "What tragedy is this?" And he gets broken hearted. Over an abandoned Fierro. He's like, this is the real tragedy right here. This is why you have all these ghosts! He was like, he could not he was handle the abandoned Fiero. And I'm like, Zach, I think you have bigger problems right now. Just a bit. It's a Pontiac Fierro. Yes. Okay. Do you know how expensive a Pontiac Fierro is today? No! I'm not a car person, no! Like, less than a grand. <laughs> Motor1.com says worst sports car Pontiac Fiero <laughs> Anyway so Zach's freaking out over this Pontiac Fiero and then they go into the barn and they hear about how the bounty hunter haunts the barn and sometimes he terrorizes people in the chair and asks them if he want, if they want to join him so Zach turns and goes so Aaron you're sitting in the barn alone in that chair tonight right and if the bounty hunter said you want to go with him you're going to say yes Apparently the quote is join us. It didn't make it into my notes because puppy time, puppy time, puppy time. But uh <laughs> To be fair, it didn't make it into my notes because I was distracted by your puppy time. <laughs> puppy time, puppy time, puppy time. Yeah, my Alex got a lot of puppy selfies. At one point I look over and I just see Sam going off, come on, look at the camera, look at the camera He's just like, no. I like it's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll post some pictures of Darwin on our Instagram. He's so cute. So Zach tells Aaron that Aaron's sitting alone in the barn, and Aaron's like, the fuck no. Well, if I die, I'm just haunting all of y'all. And Zach's like, yes, give us evidence. And you can see Aaron's like, oh." <laughs> and so then Zach gets an introduction to dousing Rods 101, because apparently he's never seen them before. I cannot believe that someone in Nevada has never heard of water witching, but maybe... I'm just a weirdo who's really into things like that. I mean, you said it, not me. (laughs) I have puppy. I can't even be mad, though. You're right. (laughs) I know you're right. (laughs) I mean, I'm kidding, but also considering how much Zach is into the paranormal, you would think. Dowsing rods. Yeah. They are like... like You would think he would at least know, like, even if he didn't know about water washing, he would know about dowsing rods. Like, they're right up there with pendulums. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I think dowsing rods were one of, like, the first paranormal tools I learned about back when, like, I used to watch the really old, like, paranormal TV shows. I'm trying to remember when I first came across dowsing rods, but my strongest memory is coming across dowsing rods in a Nora Roberts romance. I feel like I came across them first in Ghost Hunters i think ghost hunters used them a couple times i think i came across it before nora roberts but that's where it really stands out i can't remember the name of the book but there's a young woman and she kicks her ex to the curb but now she's stuck because there's no water on her land and her stupid ex or no not a stupid ex and the stupid man next door is like i want to fuck you And she's like, I don't want to fuck you. And he's like, then you can't use my water and all your shit's going to die. So she turns to this guy that she's heard of who, like, can find water. And there's, like, a lot of sexual tension during the entire book because it's a romance novel. And at the end, not only does he find water, he also finds fucking oil. Okay. And then they fall in love and live happily ever after. Of course they do. Which reminds me, Mary Higgins Clark died. I know. I'm so sad. You know, she did a commencement speech at my school? I did not know that. I think it might have been the year I would have graduated, but I didn't graduate. Woo! Mental illness is a thing, y'all. No, seriously. Like, it's. You did what you needed to, and I'm I'm happy you did because you're in a better place here. I'm so much better now. (laughs) You're in a much better place now. (laughs) I'm, I'm a competent human being now. So. While they're playing with the dowsing rods, one of the things I noticed and I love is that anytime graffiti has curse words in it, they like censor it out. But don't leave the rest of the graffiti. So it's not really censored. So it, it, it's great. Like they'll try to blur it, which I just found entertaining for like, really. And then, of course, while I'm laughing at this, um, they're talking about people who have died. Like this one chick died from a broken hip, which how much must, must that suck? oh actually that's a funny i liked that story okay explain so um <laughs> adams george adams dies of meningitis and uh his eldest daughter inherits Excuse me. and then as soon as she inherits her husband fucking takes off and is never seen again i really want to look into that more because that either sounds like a juicy story or a very sad one and then she dies because she, she falls and breaks her hip which that's a shitty way to die. It's like, you can't move. You can't do anything. And it's not like they had good... Well, I guess she was on heroin. Given the time period, she's probably on heroin. So she was on good pain meds. She was on the good, good drugs. Hey, I've been on morphine once in my life and it was fantastic. Is... I went from, oh my god, I'm gonna die, to life's great. I'm on a cloud. Because <laughs> that's what it feels like. It feels like you're on a cloud. And then the morphine wears off and you're in pain again. Yeah, well... That's opiates for you. This was one time when I was in the ER for abdominal pain. Just for the record, this was legal usage. Yeah. And then they tell the story. And after that, it's like, oh, yeah. And then a little girl fell off the balcony. And so they kept her on ice in the basement until they could bury her. Because it was winter and the ground was frozen. Right. And I understood that. But that's not... But it took them a while to get to that point, because they were like, yeah, and then they put her on ice, and then they discussed how they had ice there, because how the ice worked, and how it was used to keep the food cold, I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait back, back, back up. They put her on ice, on the same ice they used to store their food? The fuck? And then they said it's winter, and they were waiting for the ground to harden, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, unhardened, rather. Or to soften but they didn't start with that they just said yeah he fell fa- they fell fa- and they cut her on ice for months and i'm like what i think in this case that was a failure of editing rather than a failure of the story being told <laughs> but- you know like someone decided yeah let's talk about how the ice was here and like the food storage which i really hope they move the food that's that's how you die but yeah so like but there wasn't that piece until the end so i'm just sitting there I'm like So I'm expecting some fucked up shit that they did with this girl's body while it's (laughs) all nice, And they're like, oh, it was winter. And I'm like, why didn't you open with that? So it's it's modern George telling the story, right? And he goes, it was winter or something. And this little girl falls out the window and just lands headfirst on the steps and they have a little scream and like, and that was awful. But like if you don't catch the like, it was winter or something. Like, and I want, I do want to highlight, it wasn't It was winter, right? It was was winter or something. And I was like, man, am I telling this story? (laughs) And then they Uh, talk about the bad room. And that's what they all call it, the bad room. Like five-year-olds. Like, (laughs) like legit. Because apparently people don't like to turn their back on it or go in there. And if you go in there, you're going to be fucked with. Spoiler alert, nothing Nothing happened in in the the bad room. room. Although I did like, I don't know if you noticed this, when Aaron puts down the little X, he does like a little voila movement. It's very cute. It was very cute. Um, I want the Aaron show. I do. And, and then the next thing is oh, maybe there's another incubus succubus thing in there. And they bring up Zach's incubus thing from Ram's Head In, which apparently someone finally told Zach. Then an incubus is a male demon, and a succubus is a female demon. (laughs) Technically, they're genderless. Right. And it's just about whether they are on top or on bottom, because that's how the language is. I have suggested cumcubus for the gender neutral. Okay. To lie with. Right. Right? Also has the word come in it. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, they mentioned how he doesn't like to be touched by ghosts in certain areas. And they're like, Well, hopefully there's not a succubus this time. Yes, I got it right this time. And they talked about his incubus succubus thing and they for way too long. So this episode is also part clip show, I should mention. They, they okay. So... There were a lot of callbacks to past episodes in this one. And it's in the middle of the season, so I don't think it was like oh remember let's remember our highlights i think it was uh we don't have enough content please figure out how to make more To be fair happen. they make enough references to past episodes that's totally within reason to like clip back to it but but it was like i was watching and i was like i'm a little surprised that we we're, we're actually showing the references cuz normally they're just like remember that time at like such and such and it's like a quick like right but also i think the editors had fun because not only they go back to it but they actually like subtitle it's so good the difference between an incubus and a succubus he must have pissed somebody off in in post-production because (laughs) it was it was salty it's so salty but it was so great um, I really want them to do a screaming room about that because I've actually had a lot of fun watching those episodes. Anyway. But I hate that shirt. Oh, there was another thing that happened earlier. They get told a story about how a freight train was broken down on the tracks behind the manor house. By the way, there's railroad tracks behind the man- manor house. Because that's the thing. He's yeah. a railroad tycoon. It's fine. And a passenger train runs directly into it and people died and like they stored some people in the house. You, uh, living people and apparently some dead people. Yeah, they also well, things acted were getting as sorted an on like morgue. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry, that never ever comes up again. No, it came up a couple of times. They referenced a the train accident. Yeah, but no one... No one from the train accident was here. No. I don't know who was here. Like, um... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but in this situation, right... Uh, they're talking to this couple who have stayed in the house for whatever reason. I missed the reason because there was a dog on my left and he was very cute. And, uh, he's talking to Carla and Zach... Literally says, Aaron has a fetish for being touched. And Aaron goes, This is the only f- female spirits. And Carla's like, oh. Uh. <laughs> this, this is how they got into the incubus succubus thing. Okay. <laughs> Carla's literally there looking at Nick. Like, hello, help me. <laughs> looking at her husband like, is this okay? And they're just, Zach and Aaron are just going to be fair we've done that too we're like we'll, we'll for something that's clearly a joke to us because it's like some it's a inside joke mm-hmm. but someone outside the group is there and they're like the fuck is going on okay but you can't <laughs> i don't think we've ever been like oh yeah you know kim's got a fetish for x in front of strangers but the point being <laughs> that it, it was i totally understood i saw the look on her face and i was like I understand. Oh right, we're on the we're on leather again. So um, <laughs> we're on leather all the time now. Yeah, we're on leather all the time now. <laughs> because I stole my parents' old couch and it's in my apartment and it's nice. And I got a new one that looks very similar, but is far more comfy. And also, is a recliner. Next time, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not tell you this? No, no, I remember yeah. this, but like. I can't recline. The middle doesn't recline, the seat yeah. I'm on, but yours does. Yeah, it's a, I'd knock over the mic. I mean, I can move the table no, over it's fine. And you don't knock over. okay. Okay. Um, we'd have to put the mic in the middle and then we just like lounge next to it like, ah, yes. Oh God, okay. <laughs> so, oh, I can't take that seat because that's Darwin's seat now. Yeah. It's prime like sloppy hours for Sam right now. I'm sorry. Sam took a nap before this and she hasn't quite woken up yet. Oof. I am never waking up. Um, So, Zach describes his first paranormal experience. Which, this is the first time... I I mean, I knew what it was, but I think, like, in series, it's the first time he actually talks about it. And, I don't want to say it's a letdown, but he's been building it up so much with, like, after that I had to find out. And then he tells us about his experience. Well he admittedly downplayed it because it wasn't like it happened once it happened like every night ah you see in this story he just goes and then i woke up at 3 a.m in like trenton michigan which like trenton new jersey is the only trenton i knew about i can't believe they made more of that city (laughs) um (laughs) trenton trenton is something else know. he woke up at 3 a.m and there was a A woman, an old woman, staring at him and pointing at him. And he felt, like, the worst chills. And as he's talking about it, you can see the chills. And I was like, wow, I feel, like, an empathetic emotion towards Zach Bagans. (laughs) I didn't realize it was all the fucking time. I think it happened a few times. Like, it wasn't just once. Yikes. At least when he's told it like in other settings, he said that it wasn't just once. Yeah, but in this setting, he tells that it as like, yeah, this one time, and I'm like, this, this, this is what drove you into the paranormal. You were, you were ready to go over. I mean, let's let's be real. We've seen Zach in other situations. Zach's a little bit of a baby. Zach's a big baby. Though, if I saw an old woman pointing at me when I woke up, I'd be like, no, 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 Cam I'm coming over. <laughs> meanwhile me I'm just like I'm gonna go back to bed now <laughs> that is what I have done in the past but if I I, I don't like old people um, oh that reminds me so we went to Galaxy's Edge and three of us built droids so the droids talked to each other and we didn't know this <laughs> or like we knew that like they interacted with things in the park but they, we didn't realize they talked to each other outside of it how did we learn this, you might ask? So we're in our hotel room. One of our roommates has gone to sleep. And we hear this noise, and it sounds like something vomiting. So we're like, oh shit, is she, is she okay? So her husband goes to check on her. And then we keep hearing the noise. Husband comes back and he's like, she's fine, she's out. So we look at each other and then we look at Sam and go, Sam, did you bring another ghost? And I'm like, I don't, I don't have control over this. So we're all sitting here blaming Sam that she brought another fucking ghost. And I'm having to explain this to your boyfriend. <laughs> and then he walks over and then my boyfriend walks over and he goes, what the? It's the droids vibrating. The droids are yelling at each other and trying to fight each other. So, this is not like last year's concert con, where we had a haunted room. Which, I swear to God, <laughs> I have no control over that. And I don't think she was one of mine. <laughs> well, didn't she follow Rachel home? Yeah. Yeah, that happened. I I don't know if we ever mentioned it on here, but apparently our hotel ghost followed our friend Rachel home. Well, we have spoken about the hotel ghost. We have spoken about the hotel ghost. Because we've been doing this for over a year now yeah cause I remember when we talked about the hotel ghost you told me that you felt something still on your bed in my head I'm like okay Sam sure whatever
1: yeah. I mean I love you
0: but okay sure it's probably in your head and then the ghost tried talking to me <sighs> in shower <but> finally <laughs> shower that was the weirdest part but like it was clearly in the, in the room. room with me that was the weirdest part, and it said hello. Like it wasn't the pipe sound like a hello. It wasn't was like a... it had to think about it for a second. It it was it was hello. clearly hello. It was more of an EVP than any EVP these motherfuckers catch. Well, it wasn't an EVP. No, we heard it with our ears. Yeah, but like it was clear. It was clear as a bell. Anyway, so <laughs> Zach describes his first paranormal experience because. They're talking to Carla? Carla. Her name was Carla. I checked. Don't ask me what her husband's name was. I missed that one. But her name was Carla. So they're talking to Carla and she's describing this lady who was like, Zolay is pointing at her. And so he describes his experience because he's like, no, no, I get it. And she's like, yeah, I have a picture of her. And he's like, what? Oh, yeah. Do you want to see what she looks like? And Zach's like, what? And she's like, come with me. So I want you to know this portrait wasn't here when I had this experience. So they put up the portraits and I was like, holy shit, it's Mary, the wife of old George, as opposed to modern George. Obby. And immediately, but- see the portrait of Mary. Oh I understood my why Carla freaked out because Mary is a creepy looking motherfucker. I don't like old ladies to begin with or old people in gen- general. I just, old people have not, have, have not, have not been great to me in this life. I just don't like old people. But like if I saw that particular old lady I'd be like, oh shit, it's a nun coming to kill me. I always knew this would happen. I've been a bad Catholic. And then so after this, someone goes oh yeah, when the house was abandoned in the 60s, the ballroom was used for satanic rituals. And Zach's like, what? Oh, I misspelled satanist. It says satinist in my head. (laughs) They're just really into satin. (laughs) It's not Satan. it's Sateen. Is this, is this Moulin Rouge now? <laughs> no, it's a quote from Wreck-It Ralph. But that is her, her yes. name. Oh, God. Anyway. Zach's like, oh my God, why didn't they mention that? I'm like, y'all didn't ask? And you found out about it? Someone told you? So, apparently, there were satanic rituals done in the ballroom on the third floor. And I have issues with there being a ballroom on the third floor. Like, bitch! But that's a whole other thing that I'm just like, that is a terrible place to put a ballroom, in my opinion. you wanna get your guests go up two flights of stairs for this? Whatever. Whatever. So there's like a cross painted by like a priest to ward off evil. And that was, it's in brick red paint by the by, which before they told me that they had painted it like As a sign against Satanism. I was like, oh, there's just a blood red cross on this wall over some faded graffiti. That's not creepy at all. Love to see it. You love to see it. After that, they begin their lockdown. Zach's like, sorry, it took us a while. It's cold and rainy. Weather's, you know, weather a little bit different from Nevada. I I was cold today. It was cold today, and why is my dad up? He shouldn't be awake. It's almost two o'clock in the morning, Betty. He's I... there with his BFF. You told me. Yeah, my dad has friends. I'm so excited. He's traveling with them. Want... They they were in architecture school together. I want my dad to have some. So it's friends. two architects in their. Actually, technically, it's. His wife is also an architect. So it's three fucking architects and your mom and my mom, who's super into art, going to Paris. That sounds like such a good trip. Oh, I guess while Alex is still in England, I can do, I can work on a trip to Paris at some point (laughs) before I import him. (laughs) I love how you say that, like, he's some sort of, like, specialty good. Yes, one of a kind. Entirely unique incredibly priceless. I do have to admit doing uh, (laughs) tea tasting with him was a lot of fun. It was really good. But we'll talk about that in another episode. So they get locked in and Zach is talking about the plan. Zach is apparently going to be locked in the barn alone. Yeah, so I don't understand. I think I know how Aaron did this. Okay. I think Zach was like oh, we're going to put you in the barn. And Aaron must have been like, but wouldn't it be so much cooler if you went to the barn by yourself and you were locked in there for an hour while we were still locked in the house? Wouldn't that be so cool and manly of you? (laughs) And Zach was like, you're right. I do deserve this. (laughs) Probably. Probably. Probably, man. (laughs) First, they're all locked in the house together, and the first thing that happens is they're in the boys' room and Zach is talking to the girls, like, do you want to play with us? And they hear a motherfucking little girl laugh. I heard more of, like, a a sing-songy, like, you know when kids are like, I'm shy, so I'm not gonna say things, but I'm gonna be like, hmm. Right? It sounded like that. It was, like, three distinct notes, and it sounded like a little girl being like, hmm maybe it was very cute but uh oh, fuck kid ghosts yeah so they hear the little girl and they're like the fuck and then they're like there's an no unexplained light phenomenal anomaly and i'm like bitch no there's not I unexplained white, light anomaly my fat white ass <laughs> um then they're going around the house and they're all like come through me, come on, show yourself, come. Touch like, I my, open body. my I opened myself to you, I'm like, bitch, stop opening yourself to ghosts and demons because this is how you get in trouble. The fuck is wrong with you? The fuck is wrong with you? Literally, like, they're basically just doing a, doing a sexy dance for demons. Yeah, and um Nick accidentally like hit Zach And Zach is, like, (laughs) about to take him all the way out. And Nick's like, yo, but man, I didn't didn't know you were there. So Zach makes it a point to show how pitch dark it is, the, like, kind of show that was an accident. And, like, Zach, you don't need to show us. It's fine. It's really fine. We trust you. Oh, uh, highlighting an editing thing. So they go to the servants' quarters, and they start telling a story about the servants that we didn't hear in, like, the first half. Yeah, it was, and they were talking about it like we had heard it. So I don't know why they cut it from the first half, but chose to use that part for the second half, especially when nobody ha- when nothing happened. They probably didn't realize. I don't know. <sighs> Shoddy editing work. So yeah, so then, as they're talking about how it's pitch dark, they start provocate They start doing provocation, and Zach is like, you know, we provocation's dangerous, but we understand the risks and it's okay because we know what we're doing. And we basically both started laughing. And we started laughing because <laughs> in my head, I hear Ron Howard going, they did not understand the risks. Because there's been interviews with present day Zach. Oh, I say that they're two different people. Yeah, Where he's like, yeah, no, that was a bad idea. We did not understand the risks. He's like, we were dumb. There were things that I did in past episodes that I would never do now. Reader, all of it. All of it. (laughs) Oh, man, I can't wait to see the Screaming Room version of this. Yeah, like, he's like, I'm using provocation, I'm provoking. I'm like, thank you for defining the word with the word. (laughs) I, I I break on him a lot, but it's because he just says things with his mouth. <laughs> so anyway, so they're up in the ballroom. They get an EVP. There's a cold spot by the cross. And there's like an hide anomaly that goes with Nick. And I'm like, oh, shit. Nick's going to be possessed. Never brought up again. I mean, my favorite part was that they show like, oh, a light's going to Nick's head. And Nick's scratching his head on the other side. On and the other I'm like, side. but oh, like 15 fuck. times, and they like, woof, 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 woof. And I'm like, how many times have I watched this man scratch the piece of hair gel that's clearly stuck? <laughs> and like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh shit, we're gonna see Nick possessed again, and then nothing happens. No, Nick does, well, something does happen, and I'm it's really very funny, on. but not with Nick. No. Uh-huh. So, while they're up here, after Nick um, has that lead anomaly experience, they're wandering around the Z- in the dark, and all of a sudden, we just hear Zach scream, and we're like, what's going on? <laughs> Zach trips over a bench, <laughs> and he's on the floor, <laughs> holding his shin in pain, which does elicit a response from the ghost. <laughs> the ghost laughs at him, <laughs> he's like, do you like seeing people in pain? And I'm on the couch like, I do. This is hilarious. Now, the best part of that is like, do you like seeing people in pain? Ha, huh. so this is Nick yelling at the ghost. And then they pan to Zach, and Zach is just mouthing, like, asshole. It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs> it is. Uh, if you're like, should I watch this episode? Watch this episode just for that and then stop. This episode was actually not that bad. It wasn't as painful as some of the other episodes we've watched. I. We'll do our thoughts at the end, but like. I said not that bad. I, it's not bad. It's not good. Um, so, oh, I do have I do have a, a vaguely related question. So we're watching this on, uh, Travel Channel Go, right? Yeah. We saw like fifteen commercials for Oreo Thins. Yes. Are they supposed to be sexy? I don't. Know. <laughs> I think they're supposed to appeal to women who are dieting because they're fewer calories. That's how I understood it. I... That's that's what I would have assumed, but it was just a skinny Asian woman. Like, sensually biting into an Oreo thin. I have no fucking clue. And then they tripled that shot and let her bite into again. Are we supposed to fuck the Oreo thin? (laughs) I don't know. Can you fuck an Oreo? (laughs) That's a lot of sugar for the delicate balance of the vulva. The vagina is a self-cleaning oven, but don't feed it sugar. What if we use a strap-on? On Um, the Oreo thing? I don't think they have the integrity for a (laughs) strap-on. Not what I was thinking, but okay. I don't... I don't think... I don't think the... Oh, oh, you mean... Oh, you mean you fuck the Oreo with the... I don't think it... You're just gonna have Oreo dust at the end of this. I guess you could then sprinkle it on top of some ice cream and well, have a good life. Well, then I was life. also thinking, like, you know, the other way to fuck the Oreo would be to crush the Oreo and then cover it on, like, a vibrator or a dildo, and then... That's still introducing sugar to places that you don't want to introduce sugar. No, no, that's true, but yeah. if you really, like, wanted a fucking Oreo... My suggestion would be to pound up a bunch of Oreos <laughs> and fill a condom with them, and then... tie off the condom <laughs> normally you shouldn't double bag condoms so i'm going to say don't double bag this one but also just keep uh, an eye on the structural integrity of your oreo dough <laughs> oh, oreo dildos i am laughing so hard i'm crying <laughs> <laughs> like actually I, I just i really wanted to know about the about the the Oreo thins. They... It seems like you're supposed to want to fuck the Oreo thins. And I was confused by this. I know sex sells, but does sex sell Oreos? I don't know. What's the sex appeal of an Oreo? I don't know. I mean, I do want to get that, that, that cream fill-in, but... Yeah. In a different way. <laughs> uh. So... Okay, so, back to the show. So, anyway... Then they all get separated. Zach goes into the barn. Aaron goes into the ballroom. Nick, sorry, Nick goes into the ballroom. Aaron goes into the basement. And when Nick, en- sorry, when, when Zach enters the barn, he tries calling out the bounty hunter. he goes, you know, slavery is wrong. I hate slavery. And I'm like, good job, man you right, you right, and then he goes, you can't do anything to scare me, I'm not going to panic, I'm not going to run away, and I'm sitting there like, I sense a challenge. Spoiler alert, he doesn't run away, and he doesn't panic, and it's kind of disappointing, although the ghost does throw something at him. The ghost also rhythmically stomps at him for a little while. Yes. Which was wild. I loved that. And, like, the IR cameras shook. Mm-hmm. While the rhythmic stomping was happening. It was crazy. Nothing happens to the other guys. Ugh. But Zach had some shit. And then the episode stops. And then Zach and Nick start talking about the orbs and why they think they're legit. And he's like... We also believe 90% of those orbs are dust or bugs. And I'm like... No. Since when? What? <laughs> and, like, they made it a point to try to show that that orb was legit. But the weirdest thing is they had, like, a pink light behind Zach. So... And and Nick. Nick was there, too. But, like... I'm on, on, the, on the Zach side. So, I... My understanding of this lighting situation, there's a white wall with a behind them with a computer, and they have some red lights on them, but they're very pinky. And they're on Zach's arm in a way that is bad. I thought maybe he had the world's weirdest sunburn for a little bit. That was just like carving out his muscle definition. Like, you have to see, like, oh man, that man has biceps bigger than my head. Bigger than some people's thighs. Huh, his biceps are fucking huge and toned. And you wonder why I would swipe right, bitch! <laughs> the biceps are attached to a man. I can handle that! <laughs> the man is the part I have a problem with. You say with. that like I can't make Zach. Shut up! <laughs> it's with the Oreo strap in his face. <laughs> essentially <laughs> fan art idea no I'm kidding, <laughs> please do not send us fan art of me stuffing a bill to my head. I do not need that in my life I really do not need that in my life <laughs> I do but Kim already said no so um don't do that especially since I control the email yeah I don't check that sucker as much as I should um. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, so that's where the episode ends. I, despite not remembering this episode, which usually means we're gonna be in for a bad time, this wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't the, one of the better episodes. It was a medium episode. Watching it, there was enough to make fun of, but I also didn't want to punch anyone. Yeah, my note after we finished was that I don't think it was good TV. The editing is really sloppy in ways that are distracting, and like the the front is really heavy with things that are happening and you're like, "Ah, oh, okay, then the investigation starts and it all they have for you is orbs. I wish they had and, shown... Well, wait wait, they also have a couple of EVPs and something getting thrown at Zach. Yeah, but most of their evidence is orbs. And, like, they don't close out in a satisfying way. I guess. Like, the front half is good. The second half, the half you're, you know, you're going to be left with when you finish was less than ideal. Yeah. I think I can agree with that um but yeah so that was um prospect place you know like the monopoly square no that's park place yeah no, no. i don't think prospect park is a monopoly but this is not prospect park yeah. it's prospect place yeah. prospect park is in the Bronx. none of this makes sense guys I have an excuse. I was in the cold for five hours today. What's your excuse, Kim? I had to replace my car battery. That's a good excuse. Yeah, on my, <laughs> my way to get Sam. Welcome to 2020, y'all. I was on my way to get Sam and my car, like, died, died. Died, died. And then I replaced the battery and now I'm, like, really happy. This dog really had to go when you got back. He did! He was like, I'm happy to see you, but let me the fuck out! I will pee on your face. <laughs> I know him, I know. Alright, so next week is, or next time you hear us, next episode, there we go, I will find a way to do these, that doesn't sound totally awkward. Next time on Stop Writing From This, a Ghost Adventures Review Podcast. We will be doing the last episode in season three, and the nice thing is that Travel Channel actually follows iTunes. Which makes life so, much, so easier. much easier. So apparently, iTunes does have the proper season delineations. I don't know what the fuck um, is going on with Hulu, uh, mm. but apparently, the iTunes has it right. Um, well, according to Travel Channel, which produces the show, so like, yeah. Uh, next week is Clovis Wolf Manor. Wolf Manor has been called a black hole because so many people entered the building, and never came out again. Join Zach, Nick, and Aaron as they get locked down at this former sanitarium and convalescent home. Dun, dun, dun. I was g- about to ask, like, what do you mean they don't come out again? Do the bo- Where do the bodies go? It's a sanitarium, never mind. <laughs> That's what they mean. That's what The they bodies mean. go down the body chute. And then they go out the back. Sleep babies, asleep again. Alright, so Darwin's passed out. I think that's <laughs> our cue to end. Yeah, um, what have we learned on this episode? The Oreo Thins commercials. want you to fuck the Oreo Thins. <laughs> um. What, did you say one should <laughs> fuck the Oreo Thins? I thought we <laughs> just had a whole conversation about why you shouldn't No, why Oreos. you too. I'm not saying you should. Oh, oh. I'm saying that's what they want. I'm sorry, baby, that I wake you up scary about no, Oreo I Thins. I okay. <laughs> I woke him up. Woke up the baby, the baby, baby, who is so cute? He is so cute. See, nice thing about Darwin is he's that tiny and like liftable. Yeah, Storm doesn't like to be picked up. Storm doesn't like to cuddle. Darwin will deal with getting picked up. Sometimes he likes it. He oh, does like cuddling though. Your teeth are so tiny. Your teeth are so tiny. Anyway, I'm Kim. I'm Sam. This has been Stop Running From This, a ghost adventures podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Stop Running From Us podcast. Stop Running From This. Stop Running From This. No podcast. At Stop Running From This on Instagram. SRFT podcast on Twitter. Uh, we don't email, have a Facebook. And you can email because Facebook is the devil. Yeah. And you can email us at stop running from this podcast at gmail.com. Or you can also comment on our website. We do read those. We really love it when you reach out to us. If you've been on our Instagram, you saw that like we totally freaked out when one of you messaged us. And we are so I'm sorry I don't remember your name off the top of my head. But like you are really sweet and I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I cried. <laughs> I legit cried. <laughs> so yes, please reach out to us. We love hearing from you. I'm still waiting for my Nick Offerman B carpenters. So <laughs> <laughs> still this wait. Don't really wants to be like go of. <laughs> there we go. Bye babes. Um and bye to you, babes. <laughs> We'll see you soon with Clovis Wolf Manor. Let yes. us know what you think. Tell us we did good. Please be nice to us. Oh, and please rate and review us on iTunes. It helps to spread the word and get more people to listen to us. Also, like tell your friends. Tell, tell your, your friends. family. Make oh. your significant others listen to us. And uh we said it at the top, but we have to add it to our, our end credits. <gasps> Patreon dot yes. com slash stop running from this. One dollar a month a little pays for our pizza sometimes. Yes, it pays to feed us while we record this. It may also pay for our alcohol, which goes into the recording of this too. It is extremely necessary for us to have alcohol for this, although not as necessary as cats. We'll discuss that next episode. colored with beta carotene. I have feelings on cats. I really want to see it. No, you don't. I Wait do. until it comes out on DVD when you can get wasted and watch it. I'm probably going to watch it sober anyway. I enjoy Cats the Musical. Uh, anyway, you yeah. Won't, you will not enjoy Cats the Movie Musical. <laughs> Nobody enjoys Cats the That's Movie Musical. That's not true. It is already a cult classic. It is a cult classic because people get wasted and scream at the screen. They also get very high. And scream at the screen. They sing along. Everyone and loves- scream at the screen. So I did heard that they make Mr. Mistopheles way less gay and that is a crime. But is Rum Tum Tugger still supposed to be sexy? Even yes. while he screams even while he sings about getting stuck in a drawer. Yes. Yes. I think. Good. That is that is the energy of cats. I and McCavity the mystery cat. It's, <laughs> it it's committed sober. every crime. Dude. Dude. No man. <laughs> no <one's> no. <laughs> It has oh. broken every human law. I'm okay. I'm okay. No, no, it's no. Not real. It's not real. Cat it's eaters okay. elbow cannot hurt you. He's it's not, not real. Okay. He's it's not, not real. real. <laughs> it's not real Cat is terrifying. <laughs> don't worry, he's still hot in real life. Oh he is. But like, <laughs> don't don't see it guys. It is not don't reward Hollywood for its hubris. It is just, no i went i attempted to see it drunk i started with two drinks They didn't last long near the end of it i was praying for the sweet release of death don't see cats i really wish i'd gone with you because then i could be like i enjoyed the entire thing because i love cats jellicle cats come out tonight jellicle cats come on come on aaron and i have watched the musical like 15 times since the movie came out, if you sing <laughs> jellical cats ever again, I will strangle you. <laughs> I had to sing it in the second grade too. I will, I will strangle you. There, there is no in between here. There's no compromise. I will jellical strangle your jellical throat. <laughs> you jellical can, and angelical will. You're damn jellical straight. <laughs> cats Aww. anyway this has been stop running from this you can find us on twitter instagram and patreon now and you can also send us an email about how much you hate cats or love at it at running from this podcast yeah what do i do for fun oh i do i do anxiety